Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey everyone. I am so excited about this show today. Oh yeah, me too, man. First in the series of many. Many, many, many. In terms of um, music appreciation. Yeah. So, So music appreciation is a thing... You know, they used to do this a lot in school oh, to teach you how to listen to classical music or, right. or so whatever. So you wouldn't clap at the wrong time. Right, exactly. <laughs> and and we, it's it's not something that's talked about a lot. Yeah, people don't talk about it anymore. I mean, simple things like, you know, hey, what kind of instrumentation is that? Or, right. You know, what key are we in? Man, or, I feel like even in, even in uh, you know, music lessons, you know, you don't, it's, it's not something that anybody ever talks about anymore. No, exactly. Right? You have to, you have to, you know, go to school for it. So. Yeah. So one of the, what we're setting up here is we've got different versions of the same song. Cover songs. So we'll how have, to do a good cover song? Exactly. How to listen for a good cover? Because there's a lot of bad cover songs. Exactly. Out there, right. Well, so we. But thought, there's some really good cover songs out there. Oh, totally. And and sh- sort of showing what the difference is between the two different songs and and how just it in works. case in case you're not familiar with what a cover song is, although I think the majority of you will be. It just means that it's a a new version of an old hit song, right? Or an old song written by someone else, right? And this exactly. is this is your interpretation of that exactly. song. So we thought we'd start, uh, you know, because of well, the, well, we just lost one of our favorite songwriters yep. of all time, uh, Mr. Tom Petty. Uh, so we thought we'd start with uh, with a really famous with Tom a really Petty famous song. Tom Petty song, and then John Mayer's cover of that. Follow that up with uh, John Mayer's cover of that. So, so uh, we're going to play a little bit of that and then we'll play it on the next day. Exactly right. So then you will hear uh, the the Tom Petty version starts and then... And then, and we may, we'll try not to talk too much over it, but, you but know... We're, we're going to talk a little bit over but it. But maybe just a little bit. You know bit. what's going to happen. Just because so it's us. Gonna, it, well, because we, we have a hard time being quiet, so... Shut up and play. So here we go. This is the, uh, <laughs> this is the Tom Petty. All right. She's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus in America too. She's a good girl, is crazy about Elvis, loves horses and her boyfriend too. And it's a long Living in Reseda There's a freeway Running through the yard And I'm a bad boy Cause I don't even miss her I'm a bad boy For breaking her heart And I'm That's the song, man. That's Tom Petty in all his genius. Brilliant, brilliant man. And so here's a here's a little version that uh, that John Mayer busted out, 
number of years ago in a live show. And you'll get right from the beginning. It feels like it, but it's so different. Yeah. Great tune, John Mayer. Got all the elements. She's a good girl, loves a mouth, loves Jesus, and a little too. She's a good girl, crazy about us, loves horses, and a boat. He's running that bass line with his thumb. So it's still got that similar melody, but yep. it's just like, this is if he had written it on acoustic guitar. Right, Tom Petty's version written on acoustic guitar is more thumped and strummed like, like I play. <laughs> and then John takes the instrument the way you would and sees all chorus. amazing to me it just it makes you feel the same way right 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 Right. it it absolutely feels like you are listening to that song right it's not it it, there's no drums and and maybe you don't feel like uh you know tom cruise in that scene in uh jerry Jerry Maguire, you know where he's screaming you know (laughs) looking for the song to sing along to because he's celebrating his celebratory song right but it still f- has that. It's amazing because it has this uplifting feel, although it's really not an uplifting lyrical song. Oh no, no, exactly right. I mean, but it is a. It is once it gets to the chorus, it's, right? You know that I'm free, right? And yep. and so what I love about the way John Mayer is able to do that with this song is what makes it great. It's why, it's why I wanted to start with this, other than the passing of Tom Petty, was it's the exact opposite Tom Petty's is fully produced this is the height of his production too mm-hmm. where he had you listen to that and there's all those layered acoustic guitars oh yeah all kinds you of know guitars. Mike Campbell's you know um, lead guitars are all doubled and tripled and, and quadrupled the drums are are all you know reverbed out and I don't I'm just gonna throw in there real quickly I'm not sure that that's true that Mike Campbell's guitars were all doubled and tripled and quadrupled you can hear it when you listen to it, I'll listen back, but I have no evidence back. of that, and I wasn't in the session, so I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to buy onto that. Well, when I'm listening to the acoustic guitars, I actually hear four different acoustic guitars going. No, absolutely. When I listen to the electric guitars, I can hear at least two. Okay. So, and that's I'm something just keep, we'll, I'm just that, keeping them honest. And well, that's something that we'll talk about in in one of the next ones where we just talk about how to listen for right. that production right, stuff. Right, right, right. But then you you go to John Mayer's, and there's two acoustic guitars. And for the most most part, one vocal. There's a little bit of harmony on the chorus there, right? And but, there's the slide, right? The acoustic slide. Who's playing the slide on that? Uh, you know, I'm not sure who was on him with him on that tour. Um, was but, that the guy that played with the Pretenders? I, it might have been Robbie McIntosh. Robbie yeah. McIntosh. I think yeah. it was Robbie McIntosh. Um, but it still feels 
like that song. Oh yeah, totally. Right, and it's you know one is full band. Yep. Plus. Yep. <laughs> extra. <laughs> yep. No, exactly. And the other is just really almost just one acoustic guitar with a little bit of support. Right. And they both feel huge, and they both feel like the two of them. It, well, and what's cool about the John Mayer version for me is that it sounds like a John Mayer tune. If you didn't, right. if, if you were right. living under a rock. And you had never heard that Tom Petty song. I don't know how that's possible that you'd <laughs> live in, at least live in North America, North America, and not yeah. have heard that song. If you were able to not have ever heard that song, you would think, wow, this is a cool Tom. This is a, this is a cool John Mayer song. song. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it really, I mean, it, it's, it's like uh, it was, he was able to, well, cause John Mayer is such a, a, a def, sort of a well-defined artist. No matter what, no matter what genre he's playing in, or which one of his periods of his career he's playing in, you are always really clear that it's John Mayer. Although, and I say this in case John ever hears this, yeah, this podcast. I love John Mayer. I've been a John Mayer apologist since the very, very beginning yeah. of his career. Yeah. However, however, he's done some really lousy covers also. So this is okay. a, this is a cover that sounds like. Him just channeling him playing a song he loves. Right. Well, which is that's and that's the point. So yeah. if you're going to do a cover, that's where you start. You start. What, why am I doing this? Right. Learn the chords, but you don't even have to like learn the actual chords. Learn what you think the feel is. Right. And sing along with the melody of the original song. Well, and there's a couple of different ways to do it. There is the do an exact, sure copy of that song. Yep. But if you're going to do that, it has to be as good, man. Which is hard. Yep. Yep. So that's like I fought the law. When right. the clash did, I fought the law. It's just a, right. basically a, an updated version of that exact song. Right from the I can't remember who did it, but it was in the fifties. Yeah, um, and it, it sounded Might have cool. Sixties sounded yeah. great. Well, and then Green Day did their version of the Clash's version. Right, which again, if you listen to the Green Day version and the original version, it's not that far not off. That different, different keys, but other than that, it's yep. the same. It's the same general general feel for feel. the whole way through. Yeah, absolutely. And and so that's that's one way to go about it. Mm-hmm. And then another way to go about it is where you do an interpretation of right that song. Which and it's is not, always my favorite way. That's my, my favorite my way. Yeah. Well, yes, that and that that serves us pretty well. Yeah. Certainly and I think uh I think it serves you. I mean, you didn't even like want to learn chords when you learned <laughs> how to play guitar. So so you're like, I'll do whatever I'm doing. You're right. I kinda remember this melody. Well, but what I, I love kinda about, remember these lyrics. <laughs> but, what, but what I love about that is it really goes along with the thing we talk about all the time, which is sounds cool wins. Right. 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 So I don't know, you know, if we, when we change lyrics or whatever, uh, or, or do a version of the lyrics or leave right. out a bridge in a song that we don't like the bridge or whatever, mm-hmm. if we're doing a cover like that. Well, it, we don't think it serves the song for us. Correct. I don't know how the writers would necessarily feel about that, but I think the, the listener, the, 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 the person, the audience, mm-hmm. uh, benefits from that. Right. And that's something artistically that you bring to the table when you're doing a cover song. Right. Right. Authenticity. 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 <laughs> All right. So this next one is... Uh, what are we doing next here? We're doing The weekend. Oh, great. Uh, Starboy. Oh, great. Let's right? do... The, yeah, let's... So... Oh, yeah. That's... And then we're going to do the, the Panic of the Disco version yes, of it, right? Yes. Exa- which I had... I didn't even know existed. Oh, God. Michael I love told Panic. me about it. They do some really great covers, and this is one of my favorites that they do. Oh, no, exactly. Um, so, so, yeah. Again, it's you know huge hit yep. by uh, this generation's um, uh, Michael Jackson vocalist, The right. Weeknd. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Boy, what a story he's got, too. <sighs> Amazing. We'll get like, into that at another, another yeah, again, time. That'd be another, great. But, another podcast. Another, um, you guys can Google it, too. Um, but so here's his version of Starboy, and then we're going to follow it up immediately uh, with a, actually a live recording of Panic at the Disco. Record? It is a live recording of Panic at the Disco. Okay, I forgot I don't think that. they've ever recorded it. I think it's just a live... Oh, so that's the only place it comes from. Yeah, live... Uh, I think it's a BBC show. Oh, um, gosh, great stuff on the BBC. Oh, it's amazing. If you guys don't listen to music on BBC, you know, reach out and, and, YouTube and do it. it. YouTube it, because, man, there's some great stuff. Absolutely. Still some great, great independent and and uh, rock and roll music going on yeah, in, exactly. in, in England. But so here, so so we'll here's, start, here's the weekend. The weekend doing Starboy. Starboy. I'm so in. I'm so there. I'm so in it. I'm trying to put you in the worst mood. I pee one cleaner than your church shoes. I really point to just to hurt you. I all red lamps to tease you. I none of these toys on least to. I made your whole year in a week to. Yeah, main bitch out of your lip to. I side bitch out of your lip to. I also want to need a son of peace. I don't really know what he's saying. Something about centipede. I just his voice is it's amazing. Okay, so you hear the the percussion, right? They can't clap. Great drop there. in the background exactly very atmospheric star boy all right so then we're going all right now we're going to do the the panic the disco interpretation of of that of that song remember they're a band with guitars and right so So cool, such a right? great. So it's so it it is very close to the original. So that so one, same tempo. Yeah, I mean, I think that that goes into the category of um, where you just do a version of it. You know what though, I, and I would agree with you, except that when you listen to those guitars, right, and you listen to the the backing vocals on the chorus, it those are things that although there's backing vocals on the chorus. It's exa- I'm telling you, if you listen back, it's exactly the same tune, just done by a band instead of by a guy or two in the studio. 
Right, because because the weekend is is uh, he's a solo artist and, right. and and a very right. modern sounding solo artist. Absolutely. where you're going to have lo- lots of drum machines and loops and and definitely. Well, yeah. there's, well, there's probably drum machines in the in the. Oh, there are definitely drum machines on there as well. They kept that so that they get this the, the same fake um, clap that yep for for percussions hand claps, um, but for me again the, the guitar and the, and the real bass coming mm-hmm. through. Just, just really. So when we were talking earlier about the 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 version of "I Fought the Law," mm-hmm. you know, Green Day, Clash, they're really they stay. They don't add another part. They're not right. And this, they've added a guitar part in a way that makes it a little bit more their. Yeah, but they just added a guitar part to take over the keyboard part. So like the, the "I Fought the Law" thing, right, which is cool. That's two different rock bands. Doing yes. exactly the same thing. Right. So this is where, like, you do... Gotcha. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know, another one we could have done was, uh, that we didn't do, we maybe we'll do this on a different show, yeah. is uh, the Stevie Ray Vaughan version of Superstitious. Sure. Where right. He, where, again, it's very close to uh, Stevie, to Wonders. Stevie Wonders, but the guitar is doing what the keyboards do. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And sort of doing almost note for note what the riff is. Very close. But not not exactly. Right. So yeah, not it's not exact, right? But again, and a guitar interpretation of of that. So you know, so, maybe it's more like that. Maybe it's more like the, uh, these are kind of uh, similar in the same way that Stevie Ray Vaughan's version of Superstitious is right, uh, um, like Stevie Wonder's version. Yeah, right. So that because it went from Stevie's him and Stevie played. I mean, although that was all real instruments, he played. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the one where he played all the stuff in the studio? Didn't he play? He played. I think he did. I think that. I is, don't. I can't remember yeah. if it was that record or, or if it was a different record. He played everything. He played drums. He played keyboards. Right. He played bass. He played Stevie, you know, Stevie Wonder, not Stevie, Stevie Vaughan. No, no, right, right. Yeah. And then Stevie Ray Vaughan did it as really. I mean, just as a, a blues trio, rock, as a trio, rock trio, double trouble. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think they had a keyboard player. Uh, they, but they're like they're, a B, like a B three. Yeah, there was some B three on that. So uh, yeah. But no, you're right. And again, there's another another Stevie Stevie Wonder song that's like that, where you got um, "Signed, Sealed, Delivered," where right, it's it's him. You know, it's it's keyboard driven because yes. it's, because it's Stevie Wonder. Yes. And then Peter Frampton did oh, a great right. cover of it um, that oh, is guitar driven. So the, again, the guitar is doing what the guitar on "Panic at the Disco" is doing to the right. weekend song, right? Which is the guitar is taking over for. What the keyboard riff is, or right. mimicking the keyboard riff. Right, right, exactly. So, no, yeah, that's that's absolutely, yeah, that's that's a great example. Okay, so sometimes a cover song will even be defined, it could be defined by you're covering your own song. Yeah, well, right? and, so this is maybe a little outside of the, the realm of cover songs, but we, uh, this is this is Lana Del Rey doing... We got uh, Lana Del Rey doing two different versions of, um, uh, which one? What West Coast? West Coast, right? Um, from the to her 2014 record, which I love. Oh, absolutely! Because so we're gonna play the the acousticy version first, right? Which, where it's yeah, not. Where so it's, we're gonna play the the version that you you're probably not all that familiar with, right? Um, I actually really like it because I think that it, uh, the bones of the song are there. Oh, totally. Uh, and then it gives you a, a just a little bit of a a taste for what a really phenomenal producer yes can do to a song with the new one. And that is why I was really excited to have this one 
on here because part of what you're doing when you're covering a song you're producing is you're producing yeah you're a producer for that song right? if you're covering the song even if it's just live you need to think about the arrangement you need to think about exactly you know the instrumentation you need to think about tempo you need to think about yeah. melody you want to do i want harmonies do i not want harmonies you know where where are the drops going to come in where are where are, the, are uh what they call in performance like the moments right where are the moments am i going to you know this my favorite version of this song there's a good two measures between the chorus and the second verse. Am I going to do that or am I going right. to modernize it and right. go chorus right, right exactly. to the first verse? Or am I just going to meet it halfway and do one you know, measure before I go back in and have an intro? Exactly. Right? Exactly. So in this one, it's the same singer, same song, same lyrics. Uh, and you can hear it's just definitively a different, yeah. a different tune. Um, and th- we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about that afterwards, mm-hmm. but, uh, you, so you'll, you'll, you'll hear what we're talking yeah, about. Absolutely. Let's, let's, let's get into it now. This is Lana Del Rey. Down on the West Coast, they got a saying, if you're not drinking, then you're not playing, but you've got the music, you've got the music. Everybody knows it was the hit. So a little cooler guitar. Faster tempo on the on the faster tempo. On the A section. Great drums too. Just sort of feels like okay, they sped the tempo up. I get it. And add a cooler guitar, mm-hmm. some more atmosphere, and the drums just groove like crazy. 
Oh, wait. What's, I, what is going on? There's that other guitar. Now, this is the tempo of the other one that I want. You're not supposed to be able to do this. And then kick back Wait, up. Now it's back up again. Okay, so there's 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 so many great things going on here, right? Yeah. All right. So one of them is you're not allowed to do that, right? For anybody who's producing or recording songs, you are not allowed to change tempos in the middle of a pop song unless it sounds great. That doesn't ever work. No, that unless is a it rule does. you may not you may not break. Sounds great always wins. Right. Exactly. Which is why I love. The idea of there being rules for things like that. Right. There's, there aren't rules. There, I mean, there are guidelines. There are definite guidelines. And, you know, you could say a rule is that sounds good wins. You could. Because, although I can think of some stuff that works out stuff horrible, and but somehow that's cool. And I totally agree. Right? Right. But it still sounds good for the song. Right. Right. So it's, it's, it's about the song, right? Yes. And Exactly. Uh, so do we tell the... The granny story is that? Oh yeah, that's a great. So, and this is more of a production idea, but well, but we're talking about cover songs and production, and that really is. You're right that that to to talk about cover songs without talking about how important production is for a cover song. Right. That's why we did this version of this. Yeah. It would be a, it would be a mistake. Yeah. So we had a we had a mentor early on in our career, uh, a brilliant engineer by the name of Skylar Scribner. Um, and he described what he had learned from someone else about, about production, production technique. And it was uh, a story from the Beverly Hillbillies. Right. Was it, there's and a young uh, guy named Jethro. Right. And, and if you haven't ever seen the Beverly Hillbillies, you can Google them and you see what they look like. They're, they really are these hillbillies who end up in Hollywood Hills. You know, you could probably find it on YouTube. Just, I'm sure just you could. type in Jethro, Jethro sculpting, sculpting or whittling or something. And they come downstairs, and there's this perfect statue of uh, his grandmother that they call Granny. Perfect. And the grandfather goes identical. Jethro, I didn't, I didn't know you could, you could sculpt. That's amazing. That's brilliant. And Jethro's like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. It's really wasn't all that hard. Well, how'd you do it? Well, I just thought about Granny, and I took away anything that didn't look like Granny. And there you go. So that is <laughs> that is the make it look like granny production technique, which exactly. which we love. What's great about that is it's it's sort of uh, you can think of people talk about it like a reductionist uh, way of producing. But it doesn't have to be. And people talk about because people will talk about mixing and mastering that way, where mm-hmm. you can do sort of reductionist things, where you take away frequencies you don't want to hear, and you take right. away, and that kind of is it. So you don't remove things that are necessary. Right. You don't remove things that make it what it is. Right. You don't remove things um, that make you go, <laughs> which, is, which is what you always want. You want things in your stomach that make you go. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that you have to have simple instrumentation. No. It might. Well, look, right? Bohemian Rhapsody is totally granny. Exactly. And it, there's so much. Everything in that song 
is what that song is. Yes. Right. And while we're saying that, you just if you have an iPhone, um, <laughs> you have to say into it, "I see a little silhouette of a man." Just do it. Do it. You'll be so glad. Trust you did. me. You'll be so happy. You just said that sit to back, Siri. Sit back and relax and and enjoy it. And enjoy. whatever. And maybe change the languages on on Siri oh, and then do it in different that's languages. That's fun too. That's fun too. <laughs> um, but yeah. What so we so so we're talking about. What's great about what they did with this other version is that they they went, you know what, I love the chorus at that tempo. Yeah. But the rest of the song drags. Yeah. So they did what you're not supposed to be able to get away with, and they did two different tempos. Yeah. One and for the verse I, to start the song, and then another for the chorus. Right. To, now, a lot of times on pop songs, what they'll do is the reverse. They'll slightly speed up the chorus. Right. Right. To make it feel more exciting. Not a ton, but right. maybe, you know, a couple beats per minute. Right. One or two BPM just to. And they'll also do things like where they'll actually just raise the volume of the song. Oh, exactly. For the chorus. Exactly. Yeah. In, in mastering. Right. Just a couple of, just a couple of DB. Just, where you go. Right. Exactly. Is it actually louder now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is so interesting because what they found was that the chorus actually worked better yeah and was more exciting yep at a slower tempo and just such an amazing when that song came out it totally freaked me out i was yeah. like what is going on and i think dan Auerbach produced that yeah, from the black sure keys right yeah pretty sure and i love what he does I and and i think because of black keys love the other production stuff he does yeah and it well it's all right so the, what's cool about both of those versions mm-hmm. since it's lana del rey doing a cover of a lana del rey song which is which not really a production thing right. but those would, they both serve her. They right. both sound like her. They're right. both authentic. They're both cool. Yes. They're both, the other one, the second one though, the, the one that ended up being the, the single is just so. I know. <laughs> well, and again, I love it because it just makes you step back and go, oh my God. Right. There are no rules. Right, right, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, try different things, not in yeah. front of an audience. No, 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 no. Don't, not for the first time in front of an audience. Not for the audience. first time in front of an audience. Like, Improv is a thing, absolutely, and that's important on, in different genres. But, um, you know, I, I always feel like just respect your audience. Let them absolutely. Let them. Let them. Don't don't try something for the first time that might be horrible in right. front of an audience. Right. You don't want to do that to them. That's not. But if you're in band practice or in your, you're in the studio or if you're a yes. solo artist, you know, in your living room or your rehearsal space or your kitchen right, or wherever you practice. Your, yeah, you're practicing with your guitar, your piano, your whatever your instrument is, or you're recording into you know. Try different things. Yeah. Move the key around. Right. Move the key around. Yeah, try a different key. Move the key you around. Got a cap- you got a capo? Throw that capo on that guitar. Exactly. Just right. capo- you can't really capo piano, but you could. You can't. You can't. And if you don't know how to transpose on piano, get a keyboard that will transpose keys for you. So yeah, but yeah. I, mean, you, well, I know what you're going to say, but don't. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're not a great piano player, but you play well enough to accompany that's yourself. That's true. That's true. Right? Um, so, yeah, try it. Try try to, you know. Try that different thing. Try a different tempo. And those right? things are, are purposeful uses for changing things up and being right. different. All right, then. And you're going to find your voice. Then there are accidental times when you will change things without really knowing you've changed them. <laughs> As is evidenced in this, this last example we're going to have. Right. So we, we're actually going to do three examples of this. Three versions of this song. Of this song. Uh, it's... Uh, Saved for Later by the English Beat. English Beat. Uh, And this came out in the 80s, I think, didn't it? Yeah. During the ska uh, surgeons. 
in uh, in Great Britain. Right, right. And and so um, English Beat, great sort of pop ska band. Mm. And, and uh, what's the lead singer's name? Um, Dave Wakelin, I think. Dave Wakelin. Yeah. Super cool voice. Phenomenal. And, and phenomenal performer. Got the chance to see him when they were doing a reunion tour oh, right, 15 years ago or something. Bananas guitar player because <laughs> he plays left-handed, upside down, but then... Doesn't like change his strings and he has like different tunings. And the guitars are, are in a completely it's, different tuning. But again, hey. I love that. Isn't that great? Like, he, hey, hey man, he, he made it work. He plays upside down and he tunes it different, so... Right. We love this tune. It's great. I didn't know that. I just thought it was, you know... Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's a, it's a great... D-A-G, right? <laughs> it's three chords, man. Three chords. I love it. Three chord rock song, right? <sighs> All right, so you think, three chord rock song, what could possibly happen to it? What right. could you How do could to How could you it? change it? How could you change it? How is that possible? Well, it is possible. So, so what we'll do is we'll, we'll play the first version of this, which is um, Dave Wick English Beat, mm-hmm. and then uh, the second version of Don't it- Don't tell him who. We will not tell you who. The second version of it is somebody else doing a pretty close approximation again, it's, of that. It's the- it's almost the John Mayer approximation of it. So. Yes, exactly. And then uh, the third one is a little bit surprise. of a surprise. You'd be a little surprised. Um, but we'll, we'll talk to you about that as, mm-hmm. as we get there. So, so again, this is three versions of the exact same song. Uh, English Beat. Save it for later. Is the first one. Save it for later. And then um, Pete, somebody else uh-huh. is the second one. I almost gave it away. Sorry. You sure did. Because uh, I'm very excited about it. <laughs> And then we've got a surprise surprise version version of it for you. Of the uh, so here's the English beat. Surprise. This is another amazing version. rock star. Rock, rock star God. version. Let's see if you can find Amazing out who guitar is. player, amazing songwriter. He actually had to call Dave Wickland to ask him about the tuning so he could play it this way. Iconic. Two dozen other dirty lovers. Ladies and gentlemen. Must be a sucker Towns. Cry, cry, but I don't need my mother. He already changed. But hear how it's the So what's great is that he, it, 
it feels the same. Yeah. Right? Now, without the horns, without the... Right, right. Right, but, but it you feels... Can, but it feels like that yeah, still. Yeah, it has the same idea. And that's kind of amazing. Um, it is his... John Mayer version yes. of that song. Where it's really, really close. So close. Okay, so now what happens sometimes is if you're learning... A song by memory. A song by memory, or you just maybe saw the chords somewhere. Right, and you sort of... Then you think... You think you know. Oh, yeah, I got it. And, and, and you play an exact version of that song. You or think you, you are. Or you think you do. But then you listen to it a year or two later, after you've been playing it out a while, and you go, wait a minute... We shifted the backbeat? Wait. What happened? What? We turned it into a rock song? What did we do? So remember, no rules, though. Like, sounds good always wins, right? But about, you know, I don't know a couple decades ago, we decided to do a cover of this song. And uh, we didn't realize we had shifted it around. But, you know, it turned out all right anyway. So, here it is. Stinking lovers must be a sucker for it. Cry, but I don't need my mother. Just hold my hand while I come to a decision. On. Sooner or later, your legs give way, you hit the ground. Save it for later, don't run away, don't let me down. Sooner or later, you hit the deck, you get found out. Save it for later Don't run away, don't run away Letting me down Run away, run away Letting me down Run away, run away Letting me down Don't let her run away Like I was said and she's a rotten What can you do? Sometimes I don't get along with anybody Don't even try I just na 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 Sooner or later, your legs give way, you hit the ground Save it for later, don't run away, don't let me down Sooner or later, you hit the deck, you get found out Save it for later, don't run away, don't run away Let me down reasons why why we should suffer all this cry but I don't need my mother just hold my hand while I come to a decision on sooner or later you live where you the ground save it for later don't run away don't let me down sooner or later you hit the deck you get found out save it Run away, don't run away, let me down. Run away, run away. 
So that was our that was our version of that. <laughs> so, uh, and if you notice when you listen back to it, we sing it in a different pocket. It's a different place. So I think we start. Like, I think we start the chorus early. We start the chorus early. We start the chorus early. Pete Townsend starts it a little earlier than the English beat version do- like does. Um, and I think that that influenced where we began. Yeah, but we start a little earlier than he does, even. Well, and we're uh, rather than a. Exactly. We're going. Which is more of just a, a rock thing. It's just a rock beat. Exactly. So, so it's yeah. A, it's a three-chord rock song it's the way we do it. three-chord rock song. Rather than a ska song. Exactly. It, uh, the backbeat is different, mm-hmm. right? It, uh, it translates really well to just an acoustic guitar that way. Mm-hmm. I think that you, you still feel the song, though, the, the way that it's intended to feel. Uh, yes. You know? Yes. I agreed. think it's it's much less, less so like the da 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 would not right. fit no. with what we're no, doing. No, exactly. Right? Exactly. But I think that you still feel that, that the what the song is trying to make you feel. I, I agree. I think you still feel the essence of the song. Right? Now, we're biased because it's our version of that, so you know, we, we if are, you disagree, all, then. We are, though, although I've never heard... Uh, no one has ever who knows that song already has ever said to us, "Wow, you killed that song!" In a, <laughs> you really, in a bad way. In a bad like way, like you that ruined song. that song. All I've ever heard from anybody is, "Wow, that's a great version of that song." Or people uh, think that or we wrote it. Hey, I people. heard your, I heard your, <laughs> I heard your song in a movie. Exactly. Uh, thank mm-hmm. you. Thank that you. wasn't our song. That, that actually wasn't ours. But I'm um, glad you like it. So, it, when you're when you're musicians out there, artists out there, when you're thinking about doing a cover of a song think about all the different ways that you can do it right right, right. so you can do a straight up cover of, a, of the song mm-hmm. if it was you know if you're an acoustic guitar player and it was a song that came out on acoustic guitar and you want to just cover it the, you know you just you're gonna do come it. in and you're gonna go right right do it just do that that's great uh, if you want to if you hear a song that's primarily written you know, with keyboard, right? You know, like um, superstitious, right? Um, right? 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 Don't don't that don't right. Bam, 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 and you want to go? Right? Right? So you? Cool. So that's the song, yeah. right? Very superstitious. I mean, it's there. That yes. everything's in there. Um, but it's it's done with a different instrumentation. Exactly right. Right. If you hear a you know a uh, you know you want to do a, you know a Bob Marley song, uh, but you don't want to do it with the same kind of reggae feel to it, then I would suggest you do a different song <laughs> because I think that you ought to do a Bob Marley song. You, Bob well, Marley. but here's the That's thing. thing. But here's the thing. Um, so I shot the sheriff. Right. The way that Eric Clapton does it. Is not as reggae. Yeah, but it's dead on. It's a reggae tune. That was when that was during Clapton's reggae thing. It's closer, but it's but you could take you could take you and you could interpret Eric Clapton's version of it and pull it even further away from what yeah. it was originally. Yeah, and again, as long right. as it's still cool, as, as long, long as it, as it still, still makes sounds you go, good. That's awesome. I love that. Right. As so long. and the the you don't there are no rules. 
There are no rules. The only rules, uh, and it's not a rule, but it's a guideline. Is I, it, my feeling is that you you don't want to change the melody to the chorus very much, because it, it, right that goes into you don't want to make the audience feel stupid. Right. Right. And and if you change things so that the audience can't relate anymore to the thing that they liked when they're trying to like you. Right. And then you make them feel stupid. Yeah. Then that's that's yeah. so that's a good point actually. And right. So give them something to recognize it by. Because here's the thing, if you make the chorus feel like the original chorus, they will think that your version is the version. Right. Most of the time. Right. Exactly. They're not going to hear that you changed up other things. Exactly. They're not going to hear you change tempo or uh, if mm-hmm. as long as it's not drastic. Right. They're not going to hear that you've you know messed around with the backbeat that you've right right that you've changed you know maybe you changed the chord progression a little bit you know Pumplemousse is a really great example of a band that does cover songs if you don't yes. know Pumplemousse you know go ahead and and uh, and YouTube them they're a phenomenal, phenomenal cover band uh, you know there's there's tons of great cover band you know Boy Avenue does great covers right you know right um, there's and we didn't even talk about them and there's just Jimmy the, Fallon does great covers <laughs> Jack Black does great absolutely. covers absolutely so and and they do great covers because they make it them right right um, or Jimmy Fallon's case he makes it exactly like the original and he Im- imitates them which yep. is a whole other thing on its own but so you're doing a cover song play it by ear see what you remember keep that chorus really similar Yes, I'm going to interject real quickly. Unless you're a band, yeah. then decide how you're going to play it before you all learn it. Yeah. Because if you all play it however you're feeling it, man. Well, unless you're that kind of band that... And then you show up to practice. But you know what? Unless you're, that kind of, unless you're that kind of band that you can go, you know what, guys? Let's uh, Everybody know I fought the law? Let's just right. play I fought the law. <laughs> right. Well, right? And, and being right. that kind of band is awesome. Yeah. There's there's bands like that. I, 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 I'm thinking that probably Panic at the Disco is one of those bands that they can that can do that. Um, maybe you know, I, you know, Fall Out Boy's got some great cover songs like "Beat It" and you know, yeah, but I don't know what band practice sounds like with those. Guys. No, you don't know band practice. That's true. You know, we've been in some pretty horrific band practices. Also, some pretty great band practices. Absolutely. So, find those cover songs that you love, and usually, it's if you're going to do cover songs out, you know, make it make it one that was popular. <laughs> make it make it some cover songs that people know. <laughs> Uh, learn from our experience. Other exactly. things we've done. You know, don't, don't always take the B sides and right. try to do, you know, try to educate people. <laughs> give, give, them some, give them some of the hits, man. You know? Play the hits. Play the hits. But make it your own. Right. Do it how it feels cool. Yeah. Right? Remember, you got this. You got your back.